it's being Kevin, recorded. I'm very impressed by uh, the evolution of your uh, of your background from last week. It's it's more nature. It's more pleasant. There's yeah. no uh, there's no, no woman creepy about chick. murdered about you know. It reminds me of my recent trip to Sedona. Which one the 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 woman being murdered in the woods or what you have today? No, the, my the background reminds me right. of my recent trip to Sedona. Okay, all right. It's definitely better than whatever the fuck it is blinding me from Jerry's background. It's like he's getting beamed up by aliens, and they're oh my god, Jesus multiple Christ. aliens at the same time. Here, you know. Uh, yes, we get Multiple aliens col- sounds like fun. You have colored LED bulbs. We're no, also no, very no, impressed. No. I'm just turning them down because you're bitching and moaning. Jesus Christ. Is that better? I mean, it's better. Some mood lighting? No, because it's still sort of shooting right into my face. Do you want... All I'm this? saying is I'm not. if it's mood lighting, it's not putting me in any kind of mood. So I don't know what you're going for. Is is that better? You oh, I think single thing. Kevin's, Kevin's going through the bag of happy. Oh, okay. Well, while he does that... Oh, 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 the bag of heavy. Okay, I gotcha. Uh, Jerry, what are you uh, using for happiness tonight? <sighs> Sadly, this is the last of the screwball. Uh, I mean, is it... Has has the country run dry? Introduced by more? <laughs> yes, but it's the last that I have now. Oh, I see, okay. so I'm, I'm not going to go out at... 10 o'clock at night to, you know, get more whiskey. Oh, Oh, well, why don't you just, why don't you just have it delivered so that you can get another delivery person fired? (laughs) Yeah, no one said I got that person fired. I mean, Jeff Bezos said you got them fired. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. As he fired like 10,000 people were supposed to be, I don't know. No, well, I mean, if they were fired, they're fine. If they were fired from Amazon, I think they went over to Twitter to, to you know. Can you imagine? <laughs> These poor fucking engineers. Like, no one is safe. Except apparently the people that work at TikTok. TikTok, TikTok is apparently hiring. So no, that's you good. Go. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, anyway. Yeah, what, what happened at uh, Amazon? It, was that all, like, Alexa people? Oh, I don't know. It was just rumored. There was uh, something running around that because uh, Jeff Bezos came out and said that he's uh, planning to donate all his money, a uh, hundred something like a hundred and thirty-four bajillion gazillion million billion jillion dollars, and uh, people were saying he was distracting. He was trying to distract people from the fact that, well, two things. First of all, the fact that his company keeps doing um, union busting shit. And that he's about to lay off something like 10,000 people. But he hasn't yet. I know they've laid off a few, um, like 100, which is not nothing, obviously. But I don't I don't know where that 10,000 number came from or whether that's a real thing. So we'll see. But I still have some time to blow him for a piece of that uh, $100 billion. I'm pretty sure you don't have to blow him. Uh, okay, i put it this way. You blowing him will have absolutely... No, like, will not change the amount of money that Jeff Bezos gives you, which will be zero dollars. So I'm sorry. Also, I I would like to say that I'm drinking Modelo. 
There you go. Nice. I forgot we had a couple of these. These are awesome. You know what? My wife got me into this. She uh, made me buy this a while ago for her, and then I s- just keep stealing them from her because they're really, really good. It is a delicious beer. Mm. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah, I like those. I'd, I'd have to... I haven't had one in a while, so I wouldn't know. I, I don't remember what they're like. It is consistently good. I've been drinking these now for a few years, and like I'd say a few beers. I've either gotten used to them or they've legitimately gotten worse in quality. But this stuff has con- been consistently really good. And it must be something bad about it. Like it must be made illegally, or, or there must be like the blood of orphans in it. Because mm, maybe it's just the right one. Uh, malty, hoppy, or orphan bloody, or whichever. You know, the three main types of beers. Yeah, basically. Yeah, whatever. It's in a bottle. It gets me drunk. Uh, Kevin, what are you um? Imbibing, sn- consuming. Yeah, what are you sniffing ingesting? Off the over there? <laughs> I have. Uh... Some coffee and some mango flavored candy, and then what was the other one? Orange flavored candy, sour orange. It's a lot of candy. Are these are these good? Usually, you don't care for the taste of them. You're like, ah, I don't like the taste. There was of that one, one kind where it was um, sugar substitute instead of actual sugar, and I didn't uh, like that. But those I are gone. Gotcha. Oh, sorry. I was just drinking my beer. What? I don't know. I don't, I didn't listen to any of that. Uh, sugar. Yeah, sugar is bad for you. You should you should cut that out, right? No, he's he's consuming <laughs> the sugar. It's the sugar stuff that tastes good. Where oh, are okay. you? Where were you for this this thing? I don't know. I'm I'm. It's not like I take a, a ton of that I'm, kind of candy. I'm exhausted. Okay. All right. So you're eating candy. It's and... a lot of exhaustion. I, I've been exhausted. Frogs. A couple of days. Yeah, I that that definitely is a thing that happens with like with age. I forget what how old I was when that happened, but there is definitely a point in your life where you're just you're just tired forever. Like it doesn't matter how much sleep you get, how relaxed you are, what you do for you know whether you're having fun or working, it doesn't matter. You're just perpetually fucking tired. That's just a thing that happens when you get older. I think no, I think no, it like has to, to complain with... about that. <laughs> it's all the long form viruses that we end up permanently getting and eventually they overwhelm us basically we're just chock full of like viruses and that's why we're getting tired yeah wait is is that true it's not age it's because we're infested with some kind of energy draining parasites well like lyme disease and all the other i've never had lyme disease i don't have i yeah i never had nor have lyme disease Okay, well, thanks for clarifying that. Uh, I'm, just gonna, <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can tangent into uh, into one of the. Oh, here's a speaking of viruses, the red wave. There you go. <laughs> I figured in the last podcast we didn't touch on politics until the very end when somebody pointed out we didn't we didn't touch on them. So let's just get this out of the way. The red wave. It didn't really happen. So thank God, democracy still sort of exists. I was absolutely terrified about the last election. Thankfully, most of my Fears were not recognized, even though, you know, the Republicans do now uh, have the House, uh, but they do not have the Senate, nor do they have the White House. That's still occupied by a 700-year-old man that basically barely has no idea where he is at any given time, but at least it's not a Republican. <laughs> and, and yeah, um, I guess maybe we'll have to wait until the next election for the end of the world. So, okay, and and, you know— 
say something if you think I'm totally off base, but I think we are, knock on wood, no jinx, no jinx, no jinx. Oh no! Pretty much, I know. Guaranteed. Well, oh, you don't. You don't agree with that? No, I'm just. Now that the that the giant pumpkin is running, and the Republicans are like, oh, we have to, you know, so we're we're disassociating ourselves with Trump, and we're going to have some new people. So the way I see it is, either the Republicans tell him no go fuck off and he fucks off and runs as an independent and takes his MAGA publicans with him or the the Republicans are like okay you could be our candidate and it's just a big repeat of what happened during the uh, the uh, midterms I don't know I'm worried because the last time we all laughed about Trump running for president and we're all well, not the last time. I'm sorry, though. The first time we all laughed at Trump running for president, we're like, yeah, it would be hilarious if Trump ran. Oh, my God, it'd be so funny. And as he's yeah. running, we're like, oh, my God, it's a fucking disaster. This is going to be this is going to be a fucking landslide. Well, we all know what happened. So yeah. now when people are saying like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a disaster because, you know, it's like him and DeSantis are going to basically tear each other apart. And if anything, they're going to completely split the vote. I it's like. I don't know. I'm I'm very worried that something uh, like uh, we're overseeing we're 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 not seeing some other scenario that could come out of all this and be worse. There, there's yeah, like always it's, like it's, that. Like, yeah, like at some point, if like a couple of months before the election, the Republicans see that this is going to be a huge disaster and go, you know, what, we're just going to put them both on the same ticket. And we're like, oh, shit, that that's not good. It's oh not my God. Like, I didn't like, think of that. Like, yeah. Like. Trump with DeSantis as a VP. Yeah, but no, he would never do that. His ego's too big. Uh, he keeps saying, yeah, but don't forget, one of the reasons he's running for president and why he really needs to win is because of all the legal shit he's in. So for him, getting back into like the White House in one form or another, getting back in some kind of like uh, leadership position is very important to stay out of jail, possibly. I don't know. I will say that there are a bunch flags around here that have been um speaking of about north carolina with like trump desantis like waving in the wind so uh, yeah no oh. oh, come on man it's, it's the last of the the peanut butter whiskey i don't want it to to go to waste it's funny yeah we have um i think he's a farmer i don't know well he i don't know if it's a he basically there's a farm or something nearby here uh, uh and they've been putting up trump desantis flags for the last like i don't know I almost I would say since maybe ever since like DeSantis sort of made it uh, obvious that he was going to run, which was like last year. And the thing is, like the flags are just as as, as shitty as as you would think, like they keep getting ripped in the like anytime there's a gust of wind, these flags just become tattered and ripped. And the, the, these idiots keep buying them. I guess they I don't know, like they buy them in like packs of 10. They, they have to basically put new ones up like every month or so because these piece of shit flags are just like ripped to shreds every other week it's yeah it's ugh, these people are wow yeah, North Carolina. yeah i don't know i didn't think of that that that's that's a little bit scary yeah uh about a month after biden won the election they had um they had uh their they had flags that said um uh don't blame me i didn't vote for biden it's like oh okay uh, yeah all right <laughs> 
good. I'm not blaming you because he didn't win. Trump didn't win, so we're we're in the clear. You you go about right. your business. Yeah. Oh, we have yeah. those. Oh, we have we have we have the Trump one flag still up. Oh up. my God. There's not too many. There's not too many, but you know, you see, you see, you see plenty of cars with Trump stickers or you know stuff like no like no, like not another stolen election or never again after 2020 whatever it's just yeah there's all kinds of that stuff i i really never had a problem with republicans until trump came along and and people just started getting stupid and i i feel bad I, I legitimately feel bad for Bullying? Yeah, no, I I guess, Wait, but like he Trump is just goes above and beyond. See, I you don't know. know. I I don't know. I kind of have. I'm a little bit back and forth on that because I know like there was an out there was that meme that was going around when uh, Trump was president, like picture of Bush and like saying, um, "Hey, I bet you liberals miss me now" or something like that. And <laughs> no, people have just really bad memories and short term memories. Bush was a horrible president, not to mention a fucking war criminal. Like. Yeah. He was arguably you could you could make an argument that he was worse than Trump. You really could. I understand that tr it's easier to hate Trump and it's easier to hate Trump supporters. But Bush was not. I'll great. disagree for one reason. The, the the way. The Supreme Court ended up. Well, that was because Bush. It's not necessarily him, but it's because he was on that. It like went through, I believe. Am I wrong? What do you mean? I don't think so. With, with his influence at the top, Trump, Trump's influence. Well, yeah, we he 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 lucked out and got to appoint three judges. He, he pulled. Bush didn't have the. I think Bush appointed one though, didn't didn't he? Didn't he appoint um Alito? But it's so it's not even it's not only the Supreme. It's all the other lower district. Yes, yes, that's the bad thing. It, that was a massive, a massive um. I mean, that happened during his shift. I don't know how much. I, I would say he kind of pulled that red wave at the moment. At that that's, previous yes, moment. That, yes, that's what they were focusing on. They put an insane amount of lower um, circuit judges in place, like a ton of them. They were just like, just shoveling through. But I mean, supposedly, like they all do it like Biden. They said something like Biden's already actually appointed as many, if not more than Trump did. So I don't I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I guess that invalidates my entire point then. But well, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. I do know that Trump was very heavily focused on appointing as many judges as as they possibly could, and like I said, they were approving them left and right. So, who the fuck knows? But hey, no red wave, I guess. Fuck it. But you know what? Fuck it. What's her name? Marjorie Tal Taylor Greene and uh, what's uh, fucking? I always want to say Lorena Bobbitt, the other one, uh, Lauren Boebert. Oh, did Boebert win? Yeah, the guy can. See yeah, but over won by like five hundred votes or something like something yeah, that's ridiculously what... uh, close margin. Yeah, see, I don't really look at people keep bringing that up as like a, a consolation thing. Like, oh, there was a bunch of races that even though, even though the Republicans won, they only won by like a little bit. And they still won. It doesn't matter. If yes, they won by no. one vote, they won. I get that, but I'm. Um, I guess what I'm saying is it's not like Florida where like, oh, oh the state is too far gone, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, well, yeah, thank God. Nothing's like that's that. that's what I mean by 
and you know these these people aren't running away with you know say 70 80 percent of the votes there it was lucky and i hope i really hope there are some people sitting at home going you know i'm kind of a douchebag if i just like made that extra 10 minutes in my day yeah basically if it wasn't like as we said before it was basically the the young vote that saved everything way too many people once again uh, were too disenfranchised and didn't vote which really like that's a shame um you know it's weird though because i i think actually a lot of people just don't take the midterms very seriously they think the presidential election is the one that they absolutely have to vote for so a lot of people really just skip the midterms constantly they just don't put any value in in those i don't think yeah um yeah so there's that i don't know we'll see at this point like i said we have about another two years before um we can start panicking again that's good you know give us give us a little time to restock our liquor and or whatever substance you desire cabinets build those bunkers under our houses yeah sure move to uh colorado and start a mushroom cabinet <laughs> oh that's actually another thing uh the, i guess the good thing is that you know I've, for the longest time i've been talking about getting the fuck out of here and moving i mean if this was uh, if they're saying, you know, the the young vote is finally like a thing, if this is the 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 turning point of it all, then I don't have to worry about moving. So that's good. I mean, I'm still going to move somewhere, but I don't have to move, you know, hundreds of miles away and live in a cave and and survive on wind and sun power drinking my own urine for the rest of my life. So that's good. It's funny. I keep getting tempted to buy that like um, mobile <laughs> s- solar panel setup that we kept looking at. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Which one are you talking about? When you say mobile solar, you mean the ones that? Do you mean like the one that goes on top of like uh, the that big one that rolled? And it, uh, I I should have came prepared when I brought that up. <laughs> yeah, if only we had a place where you could have put some topics and things you wanted to discuss. Maybe save it for next week. All right. Some place where you could keep. It's safe. Uh, uh, see what I did there? Yeah, yeah, the puns have not improved since last week. All right, so one of us did their homework and added a bunch of things to the... Um... I added a bunch, too, so fuck right off. What did you add? I added several things. Okay, good, then you can talk. I'm going to and and, and, and talk about uh, things you're interested in. Things that I'm interested in. So yeah, I'm not. A, yeah, go ahead. Because I have no interest in anything you're interested in. I just I'm just here to hear my own voice. So you, you go ahead. I'm just going to sit here and drink this delicious, delicious beer. So German beer girls wearing. Oh, that kind of interested in or. That's for a different podcast. Oh, OK. OK. I'm just just checking. So. um, Yeah. I've, OK. Snow. Great. (laughs) So it's it's funny because it is so you you get like eight snowflakes and the state shuts down and um New York yeah yeah (laughs) New York um like some areas in Buffalo specifically got like 
seven feet of snow in the past weekend. So they they're probably almost as shut down as North Carolina would be if you guys got seven flakes. Well, it's different. We're, they're prepared for it. They have supplies because they have snow all the time. We can't well, store all this, the stuff you would need to deal with a snowstorm because we get like one maybe every two years. So, yes, we literally have like one snowplow for the entire state and like one bag of – actually, <laughs> not one guy, bag. It's like, just like one guy walking around with like a salt shaker <laughs> telling everyone it's going to be okay. It's a, a grinder. Blue Morton's, a blue Morton's uh, canister. <laughs> Yeah. No, but see, that's the thing. I don't think they were prepared for that either, or could be. Like, seven feet of snow, where the fuck do you put all that? Like, I can't imagine. I saw a video with this guy. He was inside his garage. He opened opened the garage door, and it was just, like, white behind it. It was, like, packed fucking snow. I feel like this happens every year though every year we hear about like the snow in Hot. upstate new york and new england and stuff like that and people are like i have did you see how much snow they got? yeah they get that every goddamn year yeah. no not not seven feet in a weekend that's seven just feet seven feet isn't that much <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 uh, what's what's seven times 12 uh 80 uh 80, 84 inches right about Am I mathing correctly with your yeah, yeah. empirical? You're, you're mathing. You're mathing. Okay. And uh, and yeah. Yeah. But like okay. Yeah, I mean, okay, eighty four inches is not nothing. I'll I'll give it that. Not nothing. I, mean, I would oh God, I would, you I would, would shit yourself with two. Dude, I don't I shit myself when it rains around here. I will not leave the house if there's clouds in the sky. Are you kidding me? We have the worst drivers ever. Snow and rain is actually pr- no, you know what? No, rain is a bad time to drive because it rains a lot and these assholes around here cannot drive at all snow is actually not a dangerous time to drive because everyone here is so terrified of it the roads are empty you can you can just like skid around left and right and fucking you have the entire road to yourself i forget what point i was trying to make i don't know i don't think you were making oh yeah yeah no no i was trying to say but yes but in new england like people are used to it i remember when when we lived in uh in philadelphia we used to get like huge like snowstorms and they were really not a big deal also, well, those huge snowstorms might have been a foot, maybe two. But think about seven. Imagine, sh- like, okay, you're trying to shovel a pathway from your front door. But you're a, not. You how are you going home. to open the front door? Why would you and, be shoveling a pathway when there's seven feet of snow? So just sit, sit at home for a little while and wait for the snow to melt. Or for the next how, snowstorm to come. You know how that could long take it's forever. going to take seven feet of snow to melt? And Months. in that time, it's just turning into ice instead of snow. Mm-hmm. So you have to do that immediately. Have okay. It. And then God, where are you just... going to? So imagine you're shoveling the snow. You take that seven feet of snow. Where are you going to put it? Are you going to be like throwing the shit over your head, hope, <laughs> piling it another seven feet? First like, of all, you're going to be starting. Up. You're going to be you doing it tunnel. like you ten times throughout the whole snowfall. But you're right; it's going to the wall building up on the sides is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. You know what thing is, Haven't you ever been in like a mall parking lot? A parking lot where they plow and make those huge mounds. 
that's of course even larger than seven feet but so it's yeah. not like unheard of but still it's the size of your house you know most of it why don't you go out there with a blowtorch <laughs> that's that's funny <laughs> just carve a, a tunnel to the street yeah just yeah, you get like a little flamethrower and just blow a, a path to your, you know, out of your driveway, you know, to school or to your job. Have an go, intricate your, system of tunnels your, through the snow. Go get your blowtorch, Skippy. Show it to us. I actually Where, have where's a blow your blowtest? I actually do have a blowtorch. I have yes, one. Um, I have one of those little ones uh, that's used, supposedly used for getting rid of weeds. But, I mean, you know, if I go out there for a little while, I could probably oh, get a flamethrower. So you, you mean like, like lighting your weeds right no no it's it's a it's a butane <laughs> like a butane or a propane i forget what's propane butane because i honestly i don't know the difference i hope i'm i hope it's i'm scoring in the right butane. the right kind of guess yeah it's probably butane um it's it's anyway so it's like this, this little hand torch and you it shoots you know fire and it shoots it into a plant and what you, the whole point is that you you cook you don't burn the plant you you basically cook it which destroys the root and then the weed dies at least that's the theory it doesn't actually do a really good job because you have to sit there for like two minutes just to fry like one weed <laughs> that's so stupid just 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 it is stupid yes i just want caramelize to your creme brulee and and leave the weeds to like yeah it's basically what it, like, <laughs> yeah it's basically it's basically like it's basically like a one hue like i it, it would be way more useful to like cook drugs in and something like that like it's so small and weak and useless and um that was the original joke but it's okay sorry you you can have credit for it if you want i will i get to edit this later (laughs) i'll just just cut out everything you said um but yeah it's um uh i bought it as an experiment because we we do have we do have some weeds and i don't want to use chemicals or anything so i'm like i'm trying to find all you know alternative methods to getting getting rid of weeds and uh, this was one of the things I wanted to try because it's also really good for the soil. If you cook them like in like if once they die and they're absorbed back in the soil, um, you look like you're not buying a word of what the fuck I'm saying right now. But <laughs> and I don't use white it. vinegar. I use white vinegar. You can't because then you're ruining the soil. Things won't grow there anymore afterwards. Okay. What you're t- what you're talking about is you, oh you're just doing selective weeds. Yes, if you're what you're talking about is taking you take uh, vinegar and salt and a little bit of dish soap and you mix it into uh, this thing, and then yes, that will kill your weeds. I just do sixty five percent vinegar and spray the shit out of everything. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, eventually nothing will just go there anymore. You're destroying your soil by doing that. Well, it's the there's like a woods line and it's like swamped with ticks because the deers are deer are all around. So. It's like um, I'm actually I literally am on purpose burning a a barrier around the backyard. Why don't you spray the deer with vinegar? <laughs> do do yeah. the antelope play there also? <laughs> right. Is that where the deer and the antelope play? But um, and and Skippy <laughs> Skippy <laughs> doesn't want to put any chemicals in his yard because the bugs might get even bigger. <laughs> they'll mutate already like you know make you feel like you got shot with a bullet if they bite you and if it gets any worse also people have been reporting uh people in in my neighborhood have been reporting um uh fucking copperheads as well oh that's good so gotta watch out for those let your let your your little daughter play out there 
you know, when I was like, hey, Skippy, why don't you move up north where there's like nothing that could kill you in your backyard? And, you know, you you just described a scenario where you could die being buried in 50 feet of snow. And and now you're just like, you should move up here. It's great up here. (laughs) We don't get it with that. That was a very specific. You will. No, that was lake effect snow. Oh, that wasn't. We don't get hit like that. Oh, you. they were like, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, Mr. Meteorologist. <laughs> yeah. I know one thing. It's meteors. So, yeah, no, you are gonna, no, you are definitely going to, like, okay, you're not going to get seven feet of snow, but you're still going to get a ton of fucking snow off where you live. I, no, I live, I used to live south of where you live right now, and we got a ton of fucking snow. It was one of the reasons we moved, because the snowstorms were annoying as fuck, and they would come, like, every other, I'm sorry, like, every week, you'd, you'd get two to three feet of snow fuck that dude i live there also and we would not get two to three feet of snow every other week i mean maybe it was every two weeks but it was definitely <laughs> like, like maybe three times where it was like over a foot and it stayed for like a prolonged amount of time if no that, when was, i first no, moved to philly worse than that when it i was worse than that. no it wasn't when i first moved well, not to like philly, every year but there was which was effects. 12 years ago we got one good snowstorm and it was fun. I built like snow forts for the kids and okay, like so, my daughter, like she took a lantern and went out there and like read books in the, her snow fort and everything. And I was like, this is great. I love this. This is fun. My kids love it. Yeah, uh, parenting. And then we never got that again. It never snowed like that again there. You're just like my parents. When they get like when they get like a whole bunch of snow, my mom sends me pictures of it. Look how beautiful it is. Everything's so white. It's so gorgeous. Oh, it's oh. a fucking pain in the ass. No, it yes, it because first of all, it's nice for like a day and then late and then after that it turns into disgusting brown mud. It's no, I'm sorry. Dealing with snow is not fun. Not no, fun. It's if you're, not. But I'm saying we didn't get two to three feet every other week. You're smoking. You're you're eating more gummies than fucking Kevin is. I do that crack pipe blowtorch. Yeah, exactly. Putting that thing to good use. Anyway, so that was the topic you wanted to contribute today. Snow. That's what you brought to the table. That was one of the things I put on the list. All right, move on to the next one. What else you got? Here, here. Look, I I thought we discussed that last week. You just didn't take it off. What? What's right? the peripheral? I don't know what the peripheral is. Did we really, really? talk about that because I don't remember it at all? I, I <laughs> thought so. It's um, it's that uh, what what's it on? Prime. Oh, is that the I thing? Thing? Oh, is that the I thing? I think it was Sissy on Space? Prime. Is is that yeah. the show Sissy Spacek? No, no. You're thinking about uh, the night sky peripheral. Oh. Is like with um, Chloe Grace Moretz and I don't know who else is in it, but um, it's oh, about okay. like the the surface premise is it's VR. It's like ten years in the future kind of thing. And if I go any further, I'm going to spoil it. You're not doing your homework by watching it. I'm not going to Kevin, watch. Kevin's watched it, right? No. Oh, it's a fuck but it's a series, right, or a movie? It's a series. Yeah. It's a show. It's a musical. <laughs> it's the sequel to Hamilton. Oh my god. Okay. Speaking of musicals, um I'm watching uh season six of Big Mouth. 
and oh, like yeah, a couple of times that. they've had like good musical numbers like that are fucking hilarious like oh, i'm no. like okay yeah. these guys do musical numbers like south park does they know how to do it it's fucking hilarious yeah they've actually always had really good music they're one of the few shows that does musicals like really well they're great. i haven't started the new season yet but i also didn't watch the spinoff uh what is it human resources or something like that i didn't I watch didn't... that either but they reference it you know the like a fourth wall break in the, oh, really? like, in the beginning of this one fuck am i have to watch i don't want to I, I don't have time to watch anything except all the shows that i added to the, to the list <laughs> to discuss um no peripheral is really good i say watch it if you like the sci-fi kind of stuff it's a little bit predictable in places but it's it's interesting like uh some of the the things that they have going i can't really talk about it without spoiling it so I'm i not promise you I, I promise you i will never watch it and kevin will not remember anything we talked about today anyway that's true that's true so no it's just interesting it's like um you know the they get this vr headset and turns out that it's actually projecting them into the future into basically a synthetic body um that's that looks and acts and feels and smells etc like a, an actual human being so but it's a robot so it's called a peripheral so you're basically piloting you know yourself or this body but in the future what was that the, there was a bruce willis movie like that where surrogate yes so it's it's that it's the only thing is they've added a time a future thing so okay so what's the point why would you why like okay so they're piloting something in the future why why is that a thing we don't quite know why yet um the it was they were let's say um chloe and her brother in the show they were big in the whole vr scene so basically future people sent this effectively like a a high-end vr headset back to them in the past saying hey you know try out this great new vr game we want you to to beta test it so did they know know it's from the future no they didn't and once they got into it once they realize that they were piloting this peripheral in the future, it's like, oh shit, we're too far into this rabbit hole already and we want to see where it goes. And, you know, so the movie could happen kind of stuff. Wait, so hold on. So are they, as they're piloting, changing the future or is it the kind of thing where they do something with these VR gla- uh, VR headsets and then like whatever they do is recorded? And no, then, like, they're now actually changing the future like i if if i were in a peripheral i would be in the year 2099 you would be back at home in 2032 kind of thing so what are they piloting like what are these peripherals doing in the future are they like committing crimes yes could be you know there's been some murderage and it's it's also it's an enhanced body so like the 
in the first episode or two before they find out that they're in the future, it's like, wow, I could, I know Kung Fu kind of shit. You know, it's kind of like, I want to do a roundhouse jump kick and, you know, to this guy's head. And you could do that because it's, you know, the, the peripheral is augmented. So. Okay. Um, all right. It sounds interesting. It's, I'm having a little, it is. I, I mind around, it. but I guess that's because not a lot has been revealed yet. And, like you said, you're trying to avoid spoilers, but okay, it's a, it's it almost seems like a like a Mad Libs type of um, premise for a show. In what it's way? Like, just sort of like it's just like a lot of it's just like a bunch of random shit. Like it's this VR from the future where you control a surrogate that robs a bank. Well, it's not like that. There's a a specific. You know that there's a couple of specific players, and and they're trying to do something or other. There's also like something called shit. What was it? Um, the jackpot, where like so many things happened that like nearly ended all of humanity. So like it was climate change, and that's a you very know, whimsical nuclear... name for something that almost destroyed humanity. The yeah, jackpot. exactly. <laughs> Like, you know, like the only way this would happen is if you hit the jack, like those kind of odds where like all these, these filters, I think we were talking about that, you know, like um, Fermi paradox and filters, but like all these filters kind of happened at once and like humanity barely survived it. So, um, you know, we are they trying to do that? Uh, you know, are are they trying to stop those filters, or is it stuff? You know, like what you're trying to figure out what's going on, and and they're not letting you into all of it. But there's like shit that's going on in the future, but then in in normal time paradox stupidity, there's like shit going happening in the past, and they're like. Let's send this tech and get these people to like murder them where we don't to stop them. And it's like, okay, that one it's whenever they do this in time travel movies, it's like the equivalent of only one bad guy is going to fight the good guy at once instead of like all of them going, you know, so it's like, okay, well, sure. Attempt a failed, but wouldn't you know that before you even did it and send attempt a b and c instead of waiting for each of them to fail individually but i mean oh, it's like a terminator movie see it yeah it's it's so it's time stupidity where none of it really makes sense so although they try to explain it away they're affecting what's called a stub which is like every time something happens that the the future influences the past it modifies i think the stub which is like that time branch or whatever the fuck you want to call it so i mean you have to suspend disbelief on a lot of this stuff but all in all yeah for that it's it's a good show it's 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 interesting there are some cool thought experiments like uh um chloe grace moretz's brother and his friends were all like an elite marine unit or special you know special spec ops in in a war what an insert war here um 
but they have these things that they call haptics, which allows them to kind of sync up together, know everything that's going on. It's kind of like uh, Kevin for, for in terms of Shadowrun, like having um, comlinks in your head and and uh, what shit. What it's been so long. What what is that? That the combat computer or whatnot in your head, like you know exactly where all. Yeah. Of other. Yeah, there's a there's a like a um a t- attack grid or something yeah. like that where it's like a military style matrix to coordinate. Mm-hmm. But it's like that. You know exactly where everyone is. It, all it your makes the movie into a video game essentially. Yeah, oh. but like this was Little feature heads up that they stuff. sent back into the past, and but now like. These guys are using it. It's it's interesting. All right, all right. Well, okay. Yeah. Now I'm intrigued. Okay, now I might actually watch this. this. I mean, you're selling me on it. That does sound kind of interesting. All right. It's cool. It's it's neat. I I want to see where it goes. I'm enjoying it. Okay. All right. I'm gonna add that to the list. The peripheral. All right. Assist mm-hmm. SpaceX. Got it. All right. I'll go. Yes. Yes. Nice. Okay. So okay. speaking about selling people on things, why should I? No, no, seriously. No, I, th- I thought you were. I thought you, I thought you were heading into something else, like about selling people. I was like, oh, cool. We're moving into those kind of topics. Nice. So uh, the dark web. So, so the dark web. Lately, you know, I sold two of my kids last week. I didn't get much for them, so it's not worth it. I mean, but uh, I the market's a little bit depressed right now, so give it some time. No, why should I take good factorio time? out of playing factorio and play what is it core keeper or whatever that game that you i'm not okay it's very hard to convince you to play anything because you try try maybe it will convince our listener i feel like i've i've tried to convince you to play good games before and you just kind of nod and smile and say yeah i'll check it out and then you what i want to i want to point this out you bought an entire video game system and yes i'm so old that i say i still say video game system you bought a video game system and the game because because you, you wanted because you to play it. yes and then you turned it on once for half an hour drunk off your fucking ass at flew least to twice a, at flew least to twice. a wall about four times screamed about flying into a wall and never turned it on again you spent like three hundred dollars for 10 minutes worth of <laughs> to play a game that was also canceled like six months later. So convincing you to play anything worthwhile is so difficult. But all right, fine. Here we go. Core Keeper. What is Core Keeper? Uh, I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. It Jeez. is an. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to explain it to you. So it's an oh, indie okay. game in early access. And by the way, I have to say the fact that this fucking thing is still technically early access is. Yeah, it's really well done impressive. for early. Yeah. Yeah. I'm beginning to think that people just label as early access just so that, like, if people don't like certain parts of it or have bugs, they can just be like, oh, early access, early access, we're not responsible. Or it gives them a, uh, an out where they can just say, like, you know, early access clearly says that we don't have to keep developing something. So it just basically gives them this um, this sort of, like, protective armor at one point to just say, um, you know, you bought onto something that we said we would we could abandon at any given point. We're bored of it. We're moving on to something else. Or... If or- it's like, I mean, or, it's a business model, so they can start the cash flow earlier. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. More and more developers are doing this instead of doing like Kickstarter. They do early access because they're basically selling you a game for a little 
less than they are going to charge eventually and engages interest and they get free feedback where right. in Kickstarter, you're not really getting um, any feedback. You're just working on a project and then you release it and people tell you it sucks and they want their money back with early access. You just kind of launch something and people are just like, Oh, I like this. I don't like this. And if people are bitching about something, you're like, well, it's early access. So it's, a, it's as simple as this, like that could, early access could last two years. Or more sometimes. Oh, so it's there's um yeah. Star Citizen has been in early access for oh what? So imagine years. imagine like if they spent right? yeah like fifteen years yeah it's insane. Oh, that's crazy. But, but like imagine if you spent all that time with no income, just pouring capital into it. So you you almost have to. Well, they do. That's the whole flow. thing. Like yeah, they keep they keep um i mean the game is technically on sale so people do keep buying it theoretically and every time they release extra content it gives them a way to boost uh you know to boost it on social media or you know have some people on twitch play it and suddenly they've got a whole bunch of new people that are interested in and are you know and, and buy into it and as long as that keeps on happening they have the money to keep the development going so um there are games in various uh stages of early access i've played and own a few early access games uh that are very clearly bare bones and not even anywhere near nearly ready for prime time whereas core keepers basically feels like a finished game it has tens if not hundreds of hours of 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 playtime available in it the game is really really deep so that's what, what it is oh, sorry. thank you yes <laughs> it's, it's also early access so they, um, <laughs> the thing is, it's basically, if I was to, comp um, if I, if I was to sell Yona, Jerry, I would compare it to something like Terraria, which I think you like. I've never played the game. <laughs> Damn it. Good work. But you're right. I, I is, think Kevin's like got like right, 5,000 so, hours logged in Terraria. Kevin, I, I don't know if he cloned himself, but like, again, first of all, Kevin owns every game on Steam. And if you look, if you get any game and look at it, it'll say like, oh, one of your, you know, one of your friends played it recently. And it's always a picture of Kevin's avatar. And you click on it and it says Kevin has 800 like hours in this game. <laughs> I, I challenge you to find one game on Steam that that does not have hundreds of hours that Kevin has put into it. I, That's I, not true. I, That's so I dare not true. Is yeah, but but no one's taking my challenge. <laughs> okay, it tapers be... <laughs> off very quickly. Yeah, but anyway, so it's nomination. the first thousand hours. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, was it was oh yeah, so Gorekeeper, right? Gorekeeper is a combination of Terraria, Stardew Valley, um, not really Don't Starve, uh, maybe a little bit of Don't Starve, um. A little bit of, I'd say, maybe Graveyard Keeper, sort of, just because there is, like, a lot of grind. Although there isn't weird, like, missions that you do for characters. Um, and then a little bit of Moonlighter. And actually, a little bit of, like, Zelda in it. Like, it really does have some classic Zelda things in it. And it's All cool. games that I don't play. <laughs> You're doing a yeah. wonderful job. Well, I'm being honest with you. I can't be like, you know, I can't tell you it's like Factorio because it's not really, although it has, I'll, I'll get to it, it has a couple of things from Factorio that you possibly could enjoy. But anyway, so what I feel is of all the genres that I mentioned, it sort of takes the best parts of those genres and eliminates all the stuff that you may not like about those games. That's so like, cool. 
so like I like Stardew Valley, but Stardew Valley has a lot of shit in it that gets that gets on my nerves. Like I hate the night and day cycle. I hate like your your energy cycle, like your energy which drops. Like you're so limited by what you can do in such a short time, and you have to keep like like going back to your house and then venturing back out and go back to your house and venturing back out. This doesn't get rid of it. Like um, you're working day and night. You just have to worry about like feeding your character and foods aplenty. In fact, they could really get rid of the whole food thing, to be honest. But anyway, um, and then like Terraria, uh, which I actually really hate, has a lot of problems in it. Like it sort of eliminates everything that I didn't like about Terraria. First of all, it's a much better looking game. Second of all, there's it just makes more sense to me. Interior has a little too much like go do whatever the fuck you want, whereas Core Keeper is a little more focused. Like you feel like you're actually there's like a purpose, like you have a bit of a goal in this game, which which I do which I do kind of like. Plus the game is like way more polished and just looks better. Um as far as things like uh when I compare it to Zelda, it has a really robust like battle engine in it. So once you acquire weapons, um, the the like the fight seek, like the way you like fight um, enemies and bosses has a little bit of a Zelda-ish feel to it. And I'm talking about like older Zeldas, like not like the original ones on Nintendo, but like the ones on like Super Nintendo. Like um, what's that? What was the one, the top-down one on Super Nintendo that was really that was like really really big? A Link to the Past, I think it was. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Anyway, it's very like reminiscent of like Link to the Past. Like you're you're always underground, so you're kind of almost like wandering around these dungeons, and you're solving puzzles, and you're fighting enemies of various types while picking up, you know, items and you know that you need to complete these little mini quests that you have. Um, you play the game completely at your own pace, and you can spend a ton of time mining. You can do, you can, you know, you can plant stuff. You can. Uh, you can start crafting all sorts of things. Um, and you do this with the purpose of trying to figure out exactly what the hell's going on. Because all you know is that there's some weird core, it doesn't have any power, and your goal is to power this thing up and see what happens. And once you start doing that, you start opening up you know, these areas and finding out more about like the world that you're in. As you're doing that, and as you're leveling up and you're able to craft higher level items, you go all the way from building like simple wooden floors and like a wooden like shovel to actually like automating little mini factories with conveyor belts and um, generators and, you know, um, resource collecting becomes more and more automated as you play. And you, you can become very, very creative with what you do. Like there is the game, like the good thing about games like uh, Factorio and other games in that genre is that, um, there's so much you can do. You can get very creative with what you can make and what you can automate, um, you know, uh, as you go along. And this game has that. And right now it's way more limited in that extent compared to something like Factorio. But again, it's early access and they keep adding more and more stuff. So you're going to be able to build some really, really cool shit as this game gets built out more and more. But in the beginning, you have to basically put up with, uh, you start underground and you're just, surrounded by walls and you just for hours on end have to just run around and just like mine through walls building tunnels and that's and that's how all out. those games start out so no but this has more to it like there's no really like you know again with games i mean yeah like terraria is like that um like yes yeah, so with terraria and um what's that other one that's like terraria but also a little better it's like um 
it takes place like it takes place uh, like more in Starbound? space. Starbound. Yeah, Starbound. Yeah. So yeah, so yes, in those games you're kind of just like mining endlessly until you you find things. And like very early on, you come across like enemies that are like can one shot you. And so you know you you have to like back out of that area and develop some more skills and develop some better weapons, some better equipment before you can venture back into that area. And you find these bosses and you have to find creative ways to kill the bosses. You know, you learn how to construct bombs, you build traps, you can lure enemies away. You can, <clears throat> excuse me, you can, like in some of the other games, you can create environments and then farm some of the enemies. Like you can make them so that they spawn inside these like close off spaces and then put like traps in those spaces so that they're just always spawning and just being like killed off. So you can just collect the resources that they give off. Like you can do all that stuff. It's there's a lot of freedom to build some really creative shit. So if you go on like YouTube, you know the usual like Reddit threads or whatever, you can find people that have built like these mega bases where, like, they've basically automated everything. They have a bunch of farms where a bunch of enemies spawn and are killed off, and they collect stuff. They have stuff that's constantly collecting um, uh, um, copper and tin and iron ores, you know, uh, collecting wood and whatever they need. And um, you can even make it to the point where you can actually um, trick the game into spawning bosses in some of your farms and basically automatically kill them. And bosses obviously give you like a ton of resources and, and other things. And the other thing is this, this, this sort of actually takes place on one map. The entire game, from what I can tell, is basically one map and it's full of different biomes. But this map is fucking gigantic. <laughs> it is like, it is just like continent size like when you look at maps of people who've been playing this for like hundreds of hours the maps are huge oh and that's another thing like you build you build like railway systems so you can fast travel there's other actually i think there's a, a few different ways to fast travel but in the beginning one of the best ways is to build actual like railway systems and stuff like that underground so it's, anyway it's sounds it's really, familiar it's it's a chill like, game. It's a very like relaxed game. You play at your own pace. You wanna, you know, you wanna just mine around and collect some resources. Build like one, like one machine to help you, you know, craft some stuff. You can do that. You wanna go fight enemies. You can do that. You wanna farm. You can do that. It sounds like a game. I don't think it ever got really popular or anything. It it had some similar uh, things. It sounded like exactly. Pretty much like you were talking about. I think I can't. Uh, oh shit, Kevin! Do you remember what this game was called? This is why these podcasts are three it's, hours. It's it's something with an I don't know. No, I don't. Minecraft. That's it. It sounds exactly like Minecraft. I mean, yeah, but Minecraft. It's okay. It's okay. It's Minecraft okay. Created, Minecraft created the genre of games. Nobody's arguing with you about that. Yeah. No, no, no. You know what? I will play this game of yours. In fact, so what you're saying is all I had to do was say is basically uh, it's it's pixel art Minecraft. Well, I guess Minecraft is pixel art, but yes, basically it's it's th- it's not uh, first person. Yeah, it's uh, uh it's not top awesome. down. It's, it's yeah, it's top down Minecraft. There you go. That, damn it, that's all I could have said. Ah, fuck, this podcast could have been so much shorter. <sighs> you can cut out that whole thing. Three out, yeah. <laughs> so. So, so in the very beginning, when I said you're in a mine and you're crafting, why the fuck couldn't you just stop me and go, hold on? I, I wanted to. You got it. You nailed it right I, there with those words. I wanted to see what you know where this was going. 
I was trying to sell it. I was trying to make it sound interesting when all. That's what I told you to do. It was for our listener. When when you edit that previous section, I think slowly increase the speed until it chipmunks (laughs) uh, up to. (laughs) That's no, 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 no. It'll it'll be comical. I'll just have to cut out a bunch of a bunch of me talking and just splice together those two words. It'll be like. They'd be like, hey, Mike, tell me about this game. It's Minecraft. And, that'll be like, and no Jerry will be like. <laughs> and that'll... I'll check it out. I just purchased it. I spent the 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 whopping $12 on yeah, it. That's, so. that's another thing. It's one of those cool indie games, which is, yeah, it's like 12 bucks. It's so much fun. I promise you, you, it'll get a good Kevin score out of you. It's a very. Oh, and yeah. The other thing is that it's very easy to do. Um co-op in it you i literally just give you like my game code you put it into your game and we can run around like my world and you can do whatever the fuck you want so then why didn't you send me your game code what's the matter you don't want me to play the game with you fuck it i'm getting a refund if you won't send me your game code you know what maybe you should have been like you know sent one of those like automated emails hey jerry (laughs) i've been playing core keeper and it's a wonderful game Please join me at my game code, which is G H whatever. Whoa, whoa, yeah. don't give away my game codes. Hold on, I don't want strangers to no. my mind. They could start crafting in my mind. I don't want. I don't want none of that shit. I don't want none you, of you could, you could post your game code on this podcast, and no one would ever show up. That is true, <laughs> except for that one weirdo <laughs> who listens to us on Spotify. Someone would be like, I want your. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that would be so wonderful if somebody really just randomly showed up. <laughs> hey, I, I love your podcast. <laughs> God damn it, Kevin, get off the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see your mattresses? <laughs> okay, so yeah, so that's so that's um. So I hope I answered uh, those forty minutes of me explaining to you why you spend twelve dollars to to buy the game are well worth it. You're welcome. What I what I what I'm not going to convince you to do anymore is to play Marvel Snap, which, by the way, I now owe a huge apology. Well, not an apology because again, nobody gives a shit. But on the last on the last thing, I kept talking a bunch of shit about it, and I was like, oh, I listened to like this, uh, this uh, it's a couple of podcasts where uh, you know, with people who are actually respectable and know the gaming industry and have really good taste in games, and they won't shut the fuck up about the stupid like mobile free to play deck builder. Uh, like how fucking sad is your life that you have to play this these shitty fucking games? And if, then of course I got like completely hooked on it for like two weeks because I just downloaded my phone and was like, well, let me try it just so I can say it's trash. And then I couldn't put it down for two goddamn weeks. This game is, I totally understand why this game is addictive, and I explained I think privately that it basically has like poker mechanics in it, which is why it gets you hooked. But then a couple of days ago, I was like, you know what? Enough. I'm done. And I just deleted it. And I'm free of it. And I will never play it again. So and that is all I want to say about Marvel busted? Snap. Isn't that a poker term? When you have no more. That is blackjack. Oh, okay. Well, so what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope my I'll... boss never hears this, this yeah, was, podcast. Yeah. Cause... He's he's a poker player. He'd be like, "What if he's one of those weirdos that shows up randomly in my uh, in my core keeper game?" Hey, I'm Jerry's boss. Have you seen him? <laughs> oh, you haven't. 
<laughs> Awkward. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so uh, yeah, Marvel Snap. Don't play it. Just, just don't. Just, just no. Just don't. I know. I know. Um, if you go on Steam, Kevin has it. It has 800 hours in it already. But other than like, honestly, just don't. So it's just like, okay, this is fine for uh, you know a day or two, but then it just becomes repetitive and stupid shit. The thing with all these free-to-play games is that unless you actually want to spend money, which I thankfully I did not, or I actually never spent any money in these free in these free-to-play games, is that it ultimately starts to feel like work because mm-hmm. in the beginning when you start yeah. playing, you're earning rewards very quickly, right? You're like yep. you play a match and like here's a new card. And like you do this and like, here's this reward, here's some new graphics, here's some new visuals, here's some of this. And then those rewards, the, the time between those rewards begins to stretch and grow. And you're like, oh man, I haven't like, shit, I haven't gotten like a new card in like, um, in like a couple of days. So fuck, I have to play. So you keep playing and playing and yep. playing and you play for like, and all of a sudden like three or four hours are gone. And it's, it, you know, and the next day you're just like, well, shit, I got to start again. And I haven't, you know. Like you need that, um, you need those endorphins. Yes. And that's how these well, games. Not work. only that, so but you it... either so you either give them money or you play these things obsessively. Right. And right. once you get to that point, you're. I'm just like, well, this isn't fun anymore. Like I, I shouldn't. Like I, it stopped. It it stopped being a thing where I'm like, oh, this is fun. I can play for a little bit and turn it off. Cool, that was fun. To me going, oh, shit, I gotta play this for like a for like at least a couple of hours today, mm-hmm. like to go. And yeah, at that point, you're just like, oh my god, yeah. no, that's it, gone, deleted. So it's like yeah. Gems of War. I played the shit out of yep. that phone game forever, like mess. Mm-hmm. I love that game, Gems of War. But okay. it was a match three game, or or like one oh, of those, okay. yeah. you know. Oh, those moves, are really. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but it was done really well. I think I turned Kevin onto it. Yeah. Um, I I I played that game so much, and then it's like like you exactly like you said, you it becomes work. They introduce yep. like do these quests daily to get these rewards, and yes, I get it's a way to give people that don't want to spend money, you know, a way to get into it or to coax them to spend money. And it or you're getting ad revenue for the shit that like watch these five ads every day. Right. But yeah. then you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't log in and do my dailies and I have to do this and I have to do that and shit, you know, right. like I have to do this quest today and that quest tomorrow. And but like the and it's funny because I totally get that. And these games I'll like play them for two months and then i'll be like this is work it's it's actually giving me stress fuck this um and i go away for a year or eight months or whatnot and then sometimes i'll go back or sometimes it's like i look at it and i'm like okay let me try to relearn this game and it's like learning quantum physics yeah you know and yeah. i'm like oh fuck this. i think i played that for a year some crazy amount of time oh i i played it a ridiculous more than you you know i geez who knows what i have in steam although steam's not a good way to figure that stuff out because i always 
will be like, I'll just walk away from my computer and it will be, uh, it'll be going. Yeah. Playtime a thousand point two hours. Yeah. I mean, every time and this I'm... is, I'll, I'll look at it and I'll be like, Oh, what's this update? Oh, that sounds cool. Let me play it. <laughs> right. It always does say, yeah. Every time I log into steam, it always shows you two playing something. Actually, Jerry, my Xbox for the longest time used to tell me that you're playing something and you're like, I haven't even taken it out of the box yet. I don't know what the fuck this thing's talking about. So just because you had something linked up to it, I have no idea. But yeah. Yeah, free to play games are are, are garbage. This is our own fault. And with the addition of battle passes, that makes it even worse because battle passes, yeah, they, they give you like those. Sort of like a not having a daily thing, but there's like a t- like there's a, an expiration date, right? So they'll say, you know, every time you reach like a new level of the battle pass, you get some kind of reward. But you know, the better rewards are obviously at the end, and these things can only be earned through the battle passes. So you're kind of like, oh fuck, I have to get through the entire like season to to get the good stuff because if I only get like halfway through, then I would have wasted like my life. So I need to get to the end, otherwise, what the hell's the point? So, so you have to like, get like to 99th level before you start getting the blowjobs. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, and, okay. and you get frustrated. Like when you lose a game, you don't earn as many points. You're like, well, fuck this guy. Like he clearly he's cheating. So, you know, like you just get annoyed. So every time you lose a match, like it just gets like you, you just get angry. And this whole thing is just, yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine this being good for anyone's mental health. <laughs> So that's why I deleted it. Well, I'm I'm sorry that your love affair with the game ended in tragedy. It it wasn't yeah, no, it's I'm I'm getting better at like the dismissing these. Like like every time there's a, yeah, every time there's a free to play game, I'm like, well, maybe like yeah, I'll just try it out because I'm I've never spent money on it. So thankfully, like I don't have that part of my like I don't have like that problem or that part of the addiction. But like I'm like, yeah, you know. If I just play this occasionally, it'll still be fun. But no, with all these games, you get to a point where, where like we keep saying, it, it just begins to feel like work. Like the fun stops and you're just like, well, I have to play it. I have to get to the next thing because I need I need that reward. I need something yeah. to tell me I'm pretty. There was, um, there was a brief time. What the fuck was that game? Uh, remember Google came out with that map space game with the portals? Oh, yes. In- Ingress. It's still a thing. You mean? Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, holy it's... shit, that was work too. I I literally like mapped yeah. to trips. <laughs> yeah, so yeah you would you would be like, I go to work, but I take this take route, route <laughs> yeah. and I, I stop here and I get coffee at this one, and then I go to this one and I drink that coffee and hit that portal or whatnot. It's so fucking funny that yeah, that, that was a game. Same. I mean, it's neat. It's the same people, same company that um that made uh the Pokemon Go. Yeah. Same guys. Yeah, yeah. Ingress Ingr- is still very much around, but I remember actually a couple of years ago, I was just like, oh, you know, I haven't seen it in a while. Let me check it out because it's still around and relatively, like, I guess somewhat popular. Holy crap. The, like, the monetization and all the shit that they built on top of it is absolutely insane. I, I couldn't even tell you how to even play that game anymore. I ended up like meeting up with reg- other regional people and we would just like chill and go over- through like a, you know, an efficient route. Oh my God. That's just, that's just horrible. But yeah, I mean, at the time it was, it was a pretty novel idea. It was pretty cool. Like, yeah, I definitely did that. I did the thing where 
uh, when I lived in Philly where I, I would walk around downtown looking for portals and stuff like that and trying to do all that shit. Wow. So that game's been out for over a decade now or probably or close to a decade. More than the Ingress? It has to be. Wow. That's a wow. That's a, I don't even. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. If if it was when you were running around Philly and I like I remember that. So that that was at least 10 years ago. That's you know, I'm kind of curious. I'm going to look that up a bit because I have a feeling like it might be over 15 years at this point. That long? It might be. It was a very basic thing when it first started. Um, but it's very possible that uh no, I'm wrong. It came out in 2013. Yeah. So nine, nine years. Yeah. Feels long. I love things that make me feel not as old as I thought I was because like, oh, <laughs> Ingress came out like 20 years ago. Oh, I'm so old. I remember when I was your age. We had to use our phones as GPS. That wasn't built into our heads. I had yeah. We had to walk around to capture Pokemon. You don't know. You sit there in your Nintendo Switch with your garbage thing. Yeah. So speaking of garbage games, okay, I, I, you know we, we talk about Core Keeper, which is actually really good. But on the flip side of that, um. There's all these other games now that are, are just blown out of popularity that I truly don't understand. And I know, like, to each to each their own, but, like, okay, like, have you guys ever played uh, Rotato? Like, that's uh, huge right now. I have not no, I didn't played play it, but I've seen it. Like, and people um, just won't shut the fuck up about it. And it's like, I've seen so many playthroughs. I've seen, not playthroughs game is pretty much endless but like i've seen people play it and like with vampire survivors i i i i at least tried it and was like all right i have to know what this is all about with games like brotato it's just i i don't i know like just no i don't care that the game costs four bucks i am i i don't care like there's no way i'm spending four dollars on something that looks this fucking stupid i i haven't really checked it out but i i mean uh, okay, is there a possibility that there's legitimately good gameplay there? Maybe I don't know. I'm not gonna try. Basically, <laughs> I'm gonna be a stubborn asshole about it and be like, no, no, no. I'm going back to playing Ingress. <laughs> so it's just because it's a brotato and not a vampire hunter. No, no, I have that... no problem with the theme. I have no problem with a potato running around with a minigun shooting whatever the fuck you're shooting. I just, it looks incredible. Like, certain things just look just a little too basic to me. It's just, I don't understand the... Uh, oh my god, I, I could totally get into this game. So uh, you're saying... Okay, so do me a favor. You, as, in, as a me. graphic designer, it doesn't live up to your exceeding standards. No, no, no. Or, or, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Oh, this is not good enough for Skippy's aesthetics. Uh, no, like, that's not. Like, is that what not you're a, trying to say? It's not about the aesthetics. I don't see anything appealing about this game. I don't understand what is so interesting about. It. Like I said, like but vampire you survivor. Play like vampire is isn't it the same thing? No, you it's run not around like and shoot shit and you upgrade your weapons, right? 
they're in the same genre of games, but no, they're not the same thing. But even with Vampire Survivors, I when I watched it, I was like, okay, this game is kind of ass, but I I'm kind of intrigued to try it out. With Brotato, there's just nothing. I have no desire to ever play this game. It looks like baked or fried, boiled or roasted, as chips or fries. At some point in your life, you've probably eaten a potato. Delicious for sure. But the fact is, potatoes have played a much more significant role in our history. Without the potato, our modern civilization might not exist at all. They're red, they're white, they're brown. They get that way underground. There can't be much to do. So now they have blue ones too. We don't care what they look like, we'll eat them. Any way they can fit on our plate. Every way we can conjure to eat them. We're delighted and think they're just great. Potato, 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 potato. Sometimes we dip the skin to eat what it's holding in. Sometimes we'd rather please have just the outside with cheese. They have eyes, but they do not have faces. I don't know if their feelings get hurt by just hanging around in dark places where they only can stare at the dirt. Anyway, okay, well, that was great. Uh, I'm assuming the developers of Brotato got wind of all my shit talking and, and kicked me off the internet. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm, we I'm didn't so sorry. hear any anything. Maybe if they spent half that energy building a decent game, than hacking my computer. All right. Anyway, all I'm saying is I don't get that game. All right. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Most games I can understand. It makes me want to play it to see how much you know. Like it, it's it probably be like one of the best games of that genre. And I mean that's what everybody's. I mean that's what. Everybody's saying, like, again, the same people who I gave shit for um, playing Marvel Snap, like, rave about Brotato. They're like, this is probably the best one. There's another one that just came out. Uh, it's called Soulstone Survivors that's supposed to be also really good. Like, it's an evolution of that of that genre as well. Um, that's supposed to be pretty good. Oh, uh, but but Kevin I think Kevin already has a... Oh, no, go on. Sorry. Of course, yeah. I'm sure Kevin has 800 He's hours. He's got 1,000 hours already. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Um, so I beat uh, it. He, 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 he has literally created other instances of himself. He just won't tell us how he did it. He's watched multiplicity. Um, so is the people, so the people that, that pray that are into the genre, I mean, okay, maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just not into the genre at all. Cause I like, yeah, I don't think vampire survivors is a good game, but people overwhelmingly. That's kind of fun for like a huge burst of cool fun for a short time. And then I stopped. Yeah, I don't understand what the fun is. I really don't. Like, I feel like once you get to a certain point in that game, it, it's just, it's so repetitive. Like, the lack of variety in these games is absolutely insane to me. Like, I can't imagine, like, playing one of those and then going, okay, let me let me spend another 30 minutes doing the same exact No, there's kind of like an itch. Thing. Um I like I want to just drone around and go on the things without really thinking. It's kind of one of those things. It's it's a combination of that and a little bit of meta progression. So it's, I'm sure it has that that background meta progression and that Absolutely. 
you know, I mean, so, oh, well, a few yeah. more games and I'll have this ability and let's see how that is. And, you know, right. the next ability you, is always a few more games away. Exactly. Unlock this character, that character, whatever, and they all start with different setups. And then you can, like, let's do this build to, like, buff this aspect as I, you know, mm-hmm. try to use these items in this game. But the, you know. but the builds are always the same. You start with the character and then the next couple of power-ups you get give you that garlic thing that's around you and then you throw swords and shoot no like, some of them will, th- there's different strategies 95 percent yeah of the 9860 user reviews for this game are positive which one for brotato or vampire survivors brotato yeah oh it's, it's i'm telling you people are going nuts about it and it's only five bucks so i mean you can't you know five bucks you can't I know. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the uh for the Black Friday sale where it's, I can get it. Well, for, I can get it for three dollars and fifty cents. The the pew pew bundle is ten percent off for eight dollars and ninety eight cents. Oh, okay. Well, that's. I mean, that's obviously worth it. I do have another one. Since we're talking about uh, this is not in this in this genre of games. But I do have uh, one for you to try. Look up a game called Oh God, I can't pronounce this correctly. It's called Zero Sievert. Sievert. Uh, the second it's it's the word zero, and the second word is looks uh, like Sievert. S i e v e r t. That game looks like fun. That that game I actually do want to get. That is also I think I believe in early access. It and, is. Yeah. This this I'm probably gonna pick up. This looks like fun. And it also, by the way, everyone that has played it uh, pretty much universally has been raving about it. So Only 89% of the 1,509 <laughs> reviews for this game are positive. So I mean, only come close <laughs> to Brotato. Well, because this game actually does have some strategy and um, gameplay elements to it where you actually don't just hold one, you know, one button down for 30 minutes. Like there is, there is some skill, some thinking, and some brain and some brain cells required to play this game. So that's where they lose a couple of people. Yeah, that brain cells you just killed, or yeah, I don't know. I'm not trying to call everyone who plays Vampire Survivor stupid. I'm just, (laughs) I never realized that's what I did. That's not what I meant, right? But you're, yeah, but y'all are dumb. (laughs) No, I just like, look, I'm glad that we have these. We have so many different games for everybody that everybody can enjoy whatever they enjoy. I just wish I, – I guess it's just one of those things where it's so massively popular, so massively loved. I feel like that weird kid who is not invited to the party who's like you know, standing – like breathing on the window from outside. You know, Everyone's inside having fun, and I'm like outside just like peeking in going, I don't understand. How is this fun? I don't, I don't get it. Why wasn't I invited? That, that never happened to me i don't know if that was your childhood man but uh sorry yes yes it ended after my childhood i was oh so popular (laughs) after my childhood oh man the social events i attend now oh the galas let me tell you oh oh so many galas here's another game that keeps popping up on my youtube feed it looks pretty popular but i haven't checked it out at all it's like against the storm it's a city builder. Oh yeah, that's really popular now. It's a yeah. city build. It's a it's a it's a it's a roguelite city builder. Um, haven't played it. Watched a couple of playthroughs of it. It's, uh, against, it's against the, the storm. storm. 
Yeah, it's yeah. basically supposedly like eliminates all the drag and bore, boring parts of city building and just focuses on what's fun. And it's they're pretty. Um, you do like you also do like quote unquote runs where you try to build like cities and you have like I think there's like different races. There's like lizard people and humans and beavers or something. So you have to figure out like who you want to use to build and how you want to build and what you want to build and then. Uh, eventually a storm comes along and, and everybody dies and then you pick up you know some skills or some whatever and then you use that on your next building run and you keep progressing and progressing as you go huh. uh i do want to actually try it. that looks like fun but but a storm always comes and wipes you out well yeah like any roguelite you you're gonna yeah. fail many many times before you actually a- accomplish anything but yeah it's another one that's supposed to be that's supposed to be really good um, oh Kevin's got like 1800 hours in it. Oh, he just started. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say this. I am so glad. I think I might have mentioned this last time, but it's so nice to see indie games having like their their uh, their time in the sun. So great. Cuz these games are so much more creative. Like these people who make these games, they're so limited by um uh the resources that they have and money and time that they have to get really creative and very often that creativity uh, is expressed in some of the most wonderful ways. Like these games are awesome. Like you think about some of these like AAA titles that you're like, oh, it's this game is definitely worth you know the 60, 70 bucks because you get like 20 hours, maybe even 30 hours of game time. I mean, you know, these indie games you play for like like 80 hours to well over 100 hours per each one, and they cost like five bucks, 20 if you're really like pushing the the, the limits. Yeah. Which is so fucking great. These these games are really really awesome. So it's 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 nice to see that like in the age of you know uh, gods of wars and Ragnarok, um, sorry, and uh, Elden Rings and everything that like a development team of like two people can put together a game that thousands of people love and spend hundreds of hours in. Yeah, honestly, like all the games that I come back to are like those kind of indie games or or at least started out as but like you know and and i I like the factory builders and maybe they're just inherently easier to to build on a small team but shit like factorial or says factory or dyson sphere the all the zactronics games those are a whole lot of fun those aren't so much factory buildings but they're they're puzzly kind of games that are fun yeah yeah i don't i don't know i don't know whether they're able to save again money time and resources on things like graphics and sound and some other things but that's even the thing even the art styles in a lot of these indie games are so much more creative and so much more aesthetically pleasing than some of these like other AAA games, which are just like, oh, we, you know, you know, they all look like they were made in Unreal Engine because they are, and everything sort of has that same, like, they're very polished. The ray tracing is really nice, but the, but it's also very much the same. Like, they lack a certain personality almost. Whereas a, a lot of these indie games, the one thing that they're oozing in is personality and uniqueness. So, like, it's really good to see yeah. that, and it's and it's so great that like uh, maybe I'm putting credit where it's not in in the wrong place but i have to i have to believe that it's because of things like steam that this is even possible right like there's no way that 
that a lot of these developers and a lot of these games would be developed without uh, good a ways of publishing. Like, right, yeah, 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 distribution things like Steam and a way to you know, and obviously it's some degree, I guess, social networks owned by Elon Musk, which allow people to sure. you know spread the word about these things. So, I mean, I don't, uh, I'm sure Steam helped a little bit, but what really launched these games to the masses, I would I would argue, is clearly stadia definitely of course <laughs> i feel kind of bad there's a few uh devs that uh developed games specifically to work on stadia some of them were actually still developing uh games for stadia when they found out that stadia is shutting down and it's Ooh. like yeah that's harsh because these are small studios and they're just like oh 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 we are so fucked that's like, sad they're yeah they were apparently like basic coax into building stadia games that would have features that really wouldn't work outside of stadia the way like and they're just like we can't even port our game out because it's meant to work on something like stadia so oh wow like what, what guess, features were they i guess um just i, I i'm not even 100 percent sure um i think something has to do with the way stadia supposed to have like these weird features where like some if you're watching somebody stream a game you can like press a button and then jump into it with them or jump into that game or something like that so i think it, it was utilizing some of the social stuff that's in stadia um um i'm not honestly i'm not 100 i'm not 100 sure i just know that they said like we can't build this for anything else hmm. and they're kind of like Apparently, when Stadia was in trouble, they came to their the Stadia reps and were like, "So Stadia is still going to be like around?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely no Stadia. We're investing heavily in Stadia. It's here to stay forever." And then, like a week later, they're like, "Yep, we're shutting it down." <laughs> Sucks to be you, guys. How much but is it, I... Tad? Oh, about a million miles. <laughs> is but you know what? Honestly, like it's just if you got into bed with Google to work on a struggling platform that Google has, like how many red flags do you need to know that that is not a good idea at this point? <laughs> oh, that thing on my lip, that's nothing. But that's, uh, yeah, no, no. I, yeah, I don't. No, I'm, I'm just scratching. I'm not scratching because of any reason other than <laughs> must be a bug bite or something. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I feel bad for them, but at the same time, it's like, come on, man, you should have known better. Like, so many devs got burned yeah. so many in so many inbox users are are just so bitter about it Ooh, i i gotta go before anything starts up here <laughs> yeah actually speaking of which i need to get a refill so i think this would be a good time to pause i mean i know we kind of pause with me with my internet crashing but i, I do need another drink okay so That's you guys cool if we take a break and refill yes i will allow it okay so yeah kevin you added a uh, a book to the list right um, so we should start a, a book of the year club or something where it'll just be the one book one of us read well we could all try to read it i'm i'm currently you know what i'm actually currently reading i'm not going to go into a whole thing about it because i'm actually uh, finally trying to uh, get through the um uh the dark tower books oh i thought Check you out. were going to be pompous and be like i'm currently reading the iliad oh you read the iliad i love the iliad i, I 
I mean, everyone's read the Iliad. Didn't we have to read that in school? Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about for shits and giggles, you know. No, if like, I was really pretentious, I would tell you that that I read the Divine Comedy again. I've read that twice. That's one of my favorite things ever. But that Alanis Morissette album, what? No, the Divine Comedy, uh, the three books by uh, what's his name by Dante, uh, Inferno, Purgatory, and uh, Paradise. Dante. Never by Dante. Dante. How do you spell his last name? T E A T A I. What? Why are you making fun of me? Why are you making fun of me? Why are you doing this to me? Because I love you, man. <laughs> you know what I mean, okay? I'm literally like, I'm serious. Like, my brain is not functioning right now, okay? At all. I don't know. <laughs> Tell where. me about it. My brain is not functioning at all. I have no your, idea what you're talking your about. Your brain is not functioning because you've inserted things into your brain to make it function worse this is this is my like daily this is my base right now this is what life <laughs> okay so anyway you know what i i have a whole thing that i want to talk about but i'm gonna yield the floor to you kevin so you can talk to me about insulary justice which which well, oh it's a trilogy I, okay it's starring yeah, I believe it SpaceX. Is. yeah. it's, yeah, it's pretty fascinating um it's a I don't, okay. want, I, don't want, I don't know where to start without actually reading a synopsis. Give me, the, give me an elevator pitch. Pretend you, you haven't seen me in forever, and you and I run into each other at a bar, and you're and I'm like, hey, what have you been up to? And you're like, um, you know, just jacking it. And when I'm not, I'm reading this awesome trilogy called Ans- – what is it called? Ancillary – Justice. Ancillary Justice. And I'm is like, this... oh, is that is that any good? And you're like, yeah, you got to read it. You know what it's about? It's about – and go. <laughs> well, first of all, it's a a space opera, so it's you know a huge world galaxy world building kind of scenario. But what's remember when I was talking about consciousness and um, all that kind of funky stuff that my head was going through? The this is neat because it's like a really crazy thought experiment where essentially there's an empire. And the ships are AI controlled. And what happens is they um, capture humans and then the AI controls all of them, almost like zombies. And that becomes the armies. So they spread by doing this, you know, conquering new planets and and, uh, moving out and expanding. Um, the, The really interesting thing about it is the AI itself has those – it's like a fractured consciousness. In other words, it imagined an AI controlling multiple human bodies. So it's like each one well, like of those hive, are – Like a hive that? mind kind of – like a hive um, mind? Yeah, kind of. Like imagine 10 or 20 or like full armies or something. It's the way this – the thought experiment works it's such an interesting exploration of how that would you know extrapolate into you know a story it's so it's i find that fascinating um there's a lot in it that i wouldn't want to get into but it was pretty cool to sort of think of what would a higher consciousness be like a humans and ai mind merged and let's say higher up the evolution 
So how is this book structured? Does it does it is there like uh, are there like protagonists that this thing focuses on, or is it more of like a general overview oh, of, this, of this world building that you're talking about? I don't want to there- give things away, but essentially, there's one. Um, the entire book is through the perspective of w- an AI in like the one human left. So. Imagine you were an AI and you, your consciousness spanned multiple brains, but then like you're left in only one. And so it's like the struggle of um, that one ancillary, which is a human. It's like imagine an AI consciousness that was inhabiting a human. So biologically, it's a human. So the it's AI just a fan- doesn't, ex- doesn't exist in any system or any version of an interweb it's totally in this meat sack yep so imagine what an ai becoming conscious or understanding a human like life imagine if oh this is this is freaky like it's like the wait is the person uh, was the person dead what happened to the person's consciousness so i mean they that's the nasty part of this uh, thought experiment is they're essentially taking humans and like um, putting an implant in the brain that like robs the bi- biological brain of its um, executive function. Let's call it that. Hey, we got a guy that's trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on, a, on a society level, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he just took a slight detour to be an internet troll for a little bit, yeah. but yeah, he's working towards that pretty rapidly. Right. Well, he was. The, the stock isn't doing it's, too well. That, there's so many oh, angles yeah. to it. You have like an AI puppeteering multiple actual humans that get like lobotomized. Essentially, the way they say it is they die. So like that's a whole freaking ethics thought experiment alone, right? And but then what your learn the main um, perspective is this AI lear- learning what it means to be human essentially and like fight for its rights. Wait, so when we say fight for its rights, but it, you said it, this is the only being left. So who? What's the conflict with? With the supreme ruler of the whole uh, empire, which is who? Bob. Uh, only, only I, one I don't left. know how to pronounce it. Actually, it's such a no. I mean, is it an alien? Is it a another it's AI? Humans, it's a human. It, this, the whole thing is like human. Um, let's say very advanced humans where we've sort of merged with AIs or like, you know, used them in one way or another to, to uh, essentially like in one way you have a leader that copied themselves into multiple. I'm giving too much away guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, about yeah. Who's the author? Uh, and Lec- Lec- Lecky. Okay, I'm not familiar. Anyway, uh, we should we should uh, record a scene that says spoilers ahead, <laughs> and then go splice it back before. But it's just a, it's such a fascinating thought experiment. It just to um, show perspectives of like awareness. You know, like what would it be like to be the AI in a human? you know body and or versus like humans spreading their consciousness and then finding out you can't trust one of your fractions it's it's so fucking weird yeah it's kind of what happened in mass effect sort of i don't know if you're 
played the Mass Effect. Yeah, I can't remember the part you're talking about. I mean, that's one the of the Andromeda one. No, the initial Mass Effect trilogy deals with um, in a slightly different way, but it talks about AI and the. I mean, the final decision you have to make is whether AI oh yeah 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 joins with humanity or or not or does it wipe it out yeah right the cycle there is that AI eventually destroys all organic life um it first that joins, old chestnut first, yeah it first joins with <laughs> it and then destroys it and then the cycle restarts so basically like you have organic life organic life creates AI AI at some point joins with organics and then it either wipes it out. Uh, I think the, the whole thing there is that it, it always wipes it out. I think it's been awesome. But anyway, I'm sorry. I'm oversimplifying. Unless you're Elon Musk and uh, who believes you have to merge with it in order to survive the AI onslaught. Right. He wasn't in Mass Effect, but yes. <laughs> but he goes, okay. All right. I was just, far, you know, bringing it real. How far, how far are you in it? How far are you in this uh, in the trilogy? Or did you already finish it? Um, into the second one, which is after this, uh, actually. Um, Ancillary Sword is the next one. Okay, that's pretty cool. All and right. now you were saying that this is supposedly like a big, epic space opera e kind of thing. Is this? the first series set in that universe are there others like it or it's a good question uh, i don't actually know the answer to that you know is this like a cosmoverse kind of thing where there's like 18 different various stories that aren't necessarily tied to each other but are on some level i don't know i don't i don't believe so but I haven't seen it. I think it's just a, tr- a trilogy by itself. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe okay, there was, uh, oh, there's some two short stories that might be in the same universe, but that that's all I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. All right, well, now you have to finish it and give us a full synopsis and review. Oh, how can I, how can we be on the topic of books and not talk about Brandon Sanderson's, the, the what was it, The Lost Element or The Eleventh Element? Uh, the lost metal right that's i already have that on audible so i can read it i know that not you and i've read like a total of eight chapters in his (laughs) already oh no 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 that i'm still i haven't gotten around to finishing mistborn yet oh no that'll be cool to go back into that's actually a really good idea even though i'm in in ancillary sword right now but oh can you do that can you are you one of those people that can um how many books can you juggle all at once yeah i don't like to so it's more like i get bored and then i flip over and then i'll go back to the other one i can do that to some extent i can't i can't do that my brain cannot like handle that if i if i if I put a book down and start reading another book, I'm going to have to restart the first one from scratch. <laughs> like I just, I tried, if I try, I, I tried doing that. I tried reading multiple books at the same time. It, no, it just doesn't fucking work. <laughs> I don't know why my, I, I, I think the processing power that it takes to create that world in your head as you're reading a book, I, I think I've, I've maxed out my, uh, 
um, my capacity. I just, I can't do it. It's so weird. You're you're running at at twelve skippy flops. Generally, <laughs> <laughs> like, like over, just, just completely overheating. Like I've I've overclocked myself as much as I can possibly imagine, and that's it. Like I I, I can't. Stuff just starts melting together, and um, it's 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 not pretty. I just forget things, and yeah. I was never able to do that. I don't know why. I mean, it, it could be because I'm dumb. I'm, I'm guessing that would be the simplest explanation to it. But Sounds about right. But yeah, I think it makes sense. It's it's probably my uh, uh, my double digit IQ not doing me any favors. Wow, we got up to two digits. That's that's impressive. You've been thinking, haven't you? <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I'm okay. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, Kevin, you just got to finish it and come back with a full review at this point. Although it does sound like it does sound like an interesting idea. I would totally be up for a book of the month club, as long as I had an actual month to read it. But it would give me an excuse to actually like be like, okay, I'm gonna sit down and read this. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting freaking credits per month, so I might as well fucking use them. Yeah, I finally got um, I got two books in the um, oh uh, god, what is this book series called? Hang on, I need to actually look it up because again, hang on, I'm gonna have to edit all this out. Okay. Uh, what's that cipher oh my god remember i was asking you guys about this um i said it's a sci-fi book um it's compared to like this it's like oh the hyperion books there you go by dan simmons hyperion uh i don't think i've ever read them i don't think no let them Last time I asked you guys, you said you heard of them, maybe, but you did not, um, you haven't read them. I think there's, I don't actually know how many books there are in the entire series, but if it's like, it might be seven books. The first one is called Hyperion, and I don't remember what the second one's called. I got the first two books. It's 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 considered, it's referred to many times as the sci-fi version of the Cabinbury Tales. I don't know anything else about it, but it's mm. very well, it's very um, highly regarded, and I finally got them. I just have to actually like sit down and read them. By read them, I mean listen to them. Those I got, those I got as audiobooks. The The Dark Tower, I'm actually like, like reading, reading. Interesting. I might have to... Uh... It, they're supposed to be excellent. Uh, Maybe it's only three books. I forget, but it's definitely like a series. I I, I could have sworn it's more than that though. I thought it was more like like five or seven books, but I don't really remember <laughs> either. But like I mean, the Dark Tower is like ten books, so that's gonna take me a while to get through. Yeah, I started reading the Dark Tower a while ago, but never got into it very far i think i was like going on a trip somewhere and downloaded it started reading it but then 
like forgot when the trip was over and never got into it again. It's I've again, it's one of those things that I've always heard is one of those like must read things. Um, like supposedly it's like his best series next to um, um, the stand and mm. the stand was eh. It was okay. I read the stand years ago. I thought it was, eh. like it was good, but it was it wasn't. I th- I maybe I just it wasn't what I was expecting it to be. Um, yeah, I remember enjoying it, but it was a long, long time ago. Yeah, it was it, it was okay. It was fine. It wasn't it wasn't bad or anything that I just it just didn't like knock my socks off. Mm-hmm. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of good stuff out there and. I I like I need to get better at reading. I can't do the audiobook stuff. Like whenever I've heard one, I'm just like I can't I can't do this. My wife was listening to some series of books and it was like written by a British woman and you know, whenever I'd walk in and she'd be like talking in a silly British voice and I couldn't deal with it. So, uh, yeah. That only happened is, to me once. Like most, most of the books I've read, the the speakers were really good. No, I've I've never heard one that I could deal with. So I, I don't, and I feel like I would just like my mind would drift off and not pay a hundred percent attention. But I don't know. I mean, I only do it mostly because of uh, time constraints. Like, yeah, right now, like every night I try to read a little bit of the, you know, of the Dark Tower books. But uh, for them, but uh, I find myself very often in long stretches of where I just don't have the time or the energy. So I try to, because there are so many great books that I'm never going to be able to read because I'll be dead. But like <laughs> by the time I have time to do it, I'd like to start getting more under my belt. And audiobooks are for better or for worse a very good way to do it because sure. i mean i have commutes i have a lot of downtime where i can't be actually reading but i could be listening to things right yeah yes i don't equate it with reading and i do enjoy reading more than listening to it and i'm the same way as you jerry like i'm actually pretty picky about who uh who narrates the book and even if the voice is even a little bit uh annoying or unpleasant it kind of it really like it bugs me like it really kind of ruins the experience to an extent so i kind of have to like force myself through it to listen to it like uh, i would if i could pay money to have like patrick stewart or morgan freeman like read a book i'd be like okay but oh yeah. yeah i'm sure i'm sure they come cheap just give them a call ask them yeah i think they're they're on uh what is that uh shit that um, Cameo, that service. <laughs> Which ser- what, what service? Cameo? Is that what Cameo? it's called? I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Oh, it's... I think it's Cameo. There are famous, maybe in air quotes, um, people on there that will... You, you know, like I, oh, I would give someone a hundred oh, bucks and be like, hey, yeah, call, okay. you know, like, yes, yes, send a video message to my friend and be like, you know, like if I paid Putin a hundred bucks and he'd wow, be like, dude. hello, Skippy. Yes, we are strong Russian men. 
you are my friend, you know. Is that how you think Russian people talk? Is that, is that the kind of phone calls you think that we, you know, we make to one another? I, you know, I just, the movies. You know, it, like, I just call my friend that I haven't spoken to in a while and be like, ah, hello, Ivan, yes, I am strong Russian man. I called to tell you that. Like, what the fuck? Also, how's wife? Like, what the fuck? What do you think we talk about when we call each other? And why do we need to clarify that we're big, strong Russian men before we get into, like, you know, the hot topics of the week? Like, you have to do like Putin does and like ride horses bare chested and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> I'm gonna play Brotato and don't let me just uh, I'll go away. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we should all be reading more books anyway. So that's why that's why I wanted to add like this this section to the podcast because I I do think we we spend so much time on other forms of media that you know we could all do more with with way more reading and a lot less of brotato. I, I agree. Another thing, another thing. That's which, by the way, um, I wanted I wanted to do a weekly segment called um, called Skippy's Weekly Disappointments. Except we don't do the podcast every week, and I have so many disappointments. I don't think there's enough weeks in the year that I can work on talking about. Why don't you throw a couple in now? You know. Okay. Now that you, you know, brought it up, don't disappoint us. Uh, uh, okay, here we go. All right, fine. I'll I'll start with an easy one. The Nick Cage movie. What the? Cage? What's the, the one that came out recently? I don't. Weight of uh, of of something talent. Yeah, of unbeatable talent or something. Yeah, unfathomable talent. Um, yeah, I, wow, something like that. I can't remember. That was wildly disappointing. I was so excited for this movie. I was so looking forward to it for so many reasons, all of them having to do with Nicolas Cage. But God damn, that movie sucked. I don't what think the it sucked. I thought it was fun, but I do think that that movie was as good as it was, primarily it was the... because of Pedro Pascal. Well, yeah, but even he like didn't really have much with it. I I just don't understand it. It was supposed to be. I thought it was going to be a very like meta movie where it was going to be like truly show the insanity or the creativity or the talent of Nicolas Cage. Oh, I didn't get was, that impression. I thought it was just going to well, be a goofy movie. With... Well, it was supposed to be a meta movie. Like it was about like it was a movie about Nicolas Cage. You I know, it was supposed but... to be meta like she hulk breaks the fourth wall kind of thing but it but this movie never does it, it just becomes a s- stupid really badly made action movie like you know like he wow. was like so many nick cage movies it's almost like no 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 but here's the thing dot, dot, but it, dot. It, no but that's the thing like if it was going to do that then it should have been way more ridiculous like it should have been up there with things like face off or the rock or something truly crazy this felt like a really just boring, low-budget movie with Nick Cage in it. Like, you know how he was? He spent like so much time justifying and explaining that um, he was like, "Well, I know that I've made a lot of these like really crappy like direct-to-video whatever movies," and uh, you know he's like, "People will just people just keep saying that I'll do anything for a paycheck or whatever." He's like, "Yeah, I'm like I partially did it for the money, but I also really put myself." Like I, tr- I, I did, I worked just as hard as on those movies as I did for anything else. You know, like I put in the same amount of effort for any kind of cheesy, you know, B movie that I would for, you know, a major motion picture. And this movie felt more 
like a phoned in project that he did just for the money than any of those shitty boom like b movies that he's made like there was nothing about this that was like it didn't have any of the like the nicholas cage craziness or uh his like uh this like his like screen stealing personality that it usually has like it was just i don't, I don't know it was just so boring and i get that or like like were they trying to make it do that you know like make it seem that way on purpose like oh this is like actual nick cage and he's just you know yeah but that doesn't work for 90 minutes though that you could make that you can make that argue you can make that point whatever or like if he starts out kind of boring but then becomes the nicholas cage that you know who's like you know crazy and unpredictable but that just never happens except for that weird like young version of himself that's in the movie that shows up like in the beginning and then at the end oh, yeah. for like 30 seconds. But the rest of it, everything in between is like, what? Like, what? Like I kept yeah. waiting for something to happen and then the movie just sort of ended. I don't know. I don't remember it being that bad. Um, well, it's it, been a while since I saw well, it. Well, anyway, that's Skippy's weekly disappointment. There you go. That's my segment for the day. I thought that movie was. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed in your disappointment. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I, 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 it's just one of those, you know, this is one of those movies that I was waiting for for a very long time, and it got really, it got decent reviews. And you know, like I sat down, it was nice and quiet. It was one of those rare free evenings that I have. I made some food, I poured myself a yummy drink, I got comfortable, I kicked my leg, leg up, and you know, and I just, I let the Nicolas Cage wash over me, and. To say that it left me wanting is an understatement. It wasn't sticky enough for you. No, it, it was not. It was absolutely right. no, no. There was no, there was no cleanup required after that movie was done. I'm just, just saying that movie, that that I, that is not what I thought. Like, okay, so have you ever seen uh, John Claude Van Damme made a movie about himself like that? Uh, it's called. It was just called JCVD. It came out <laughs> years ago. Yeah. It's supposed. It's pretty much the same thing. It's about. It's supposed to be breaking the fourth wall, where uh, John Claude Van Damme arrives in I don't know some city in Europe. I forget what it is, and uh, he's sort of like making a lot of like uh, jokes along the way. Like he's kind of like poking fun at himself. And then the thing is, he walks into a bank, and the bank is getting robbed. So it becomes also like an action movie, the kind of action movie that Van Damme would be in. And it's also a little bit like. It's not really as over the top as some of his other things, but like that movie is awesome. Like that is totally what I thought this was going to be. Hmm. Um, and uh, it wasn't. It was just kind of meaningless and hollow and didn't really do much. Like there's this awesome scene. It's actually so. I actually do recommend that movie. Um, there's a really weird scene where. Uh, so in JCVD, it's sort of like an action. Well, it's more like a, it's like a, a, it's, if anything, it's more like a comedy, sort of a little bit like an action comedy kind of thing, like most like Van Damme movies are. But there's a scene that's so weird, where so he's like in a bank, right, and he's like sitting on a chair, and at some point, like the set kind of drops out, and the chair that he's sitting on gets like starts like rising up like towards the ceiling while he's sitting on it. And it, it like takes him into like the rafters or like the roof above the bank. 
And he just sits there and he does this exposition into the camera, which is like one of the most emotional things I've ever seen a person do. Because it's sort of like silly and funny up to that point. But then he like sits there for like a, like a full like two, three minutes and just like pours his soul out, which is so fucking weird. Like he talks about like how he's a how he's like he's a womanizer and he's like dealt with drugs and other addictions and how he's disappointed, like people in his family and his fans. And he, he's just so sorry about like all these things that he's done. And then it just goes back with like into this campy action movie. It's one of the most surreal things I've ever seen. Wow. It's bizarre. Yeah, it is bizarre, but it's also fucking brilliant. It's really like one of the best movies. I really recommend you see it. It's really well done. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So and this to is me, called, it's what? just called JC, it's called JCVD. It's I think it came out also like oh, ten years ago, oh, not more. It's like his name. No, his initials. Yeah, John, yeah, it's just it's just the uh, abbreviation. Oh, it's on Prime. Uh, I could yeah, watch probably. it. Yeah, it is. It is came excellent. Out three years ago. Wait, came out when? Twenty nineteen. No, that's not it. There's no way that's it. Uh, yeah, I think that sounds right. No, 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 no. I There's like vague. No, between his tax problems and no, his no, legal no. battle stop, stop, stop. with his. What? You're think you're thinking of there was a show. Okay, so there was a show on. I think what you're looking at the show on Amazon, uh, which is just called I think John Claude Van Johnson or something like that. It was supposed to be kind of similar. That it's basically the show that he made, which mimics the original movie. It has nothing. Okay, so it has nothing to do with the movie, but it's the same sort of thing where it's supposed to be like breaking the fourth wall. But what you want is you want the actual movie, which came out in 2008. There it is. It's just called JCVD. Yes, it's from 2008. That's what that was called, too. Okay, but you're talking about a show. I'm talking about a movie. I don't know where it's streaming, if it's streaming anywhere. But and it's not streaming anywhere. I don't know. It's not showing up in Just Watch. Well, either way, you want the movie from 2008 called JCVD, not the show on Amazon called, like, John Claude Van Johnson. That's just... No, this is not... John Claude Van Johnson is JCVD, John Claude Van Damme. Okay, well, it's possible that they made a show sort of like yeah. as a spinoff of that original movie. From what I understand, they had nothing to do with each other, but it was just, but it was uh, th- like thematically almost the same thing, which is weird. Either way, the original movie was awesome. Huh. So, yeah. I'm glad I could hijack Kevin's book segment to talk about. More things that I'm disappointed in. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin. That's... Don't be sorry. I was entertained. Kevin, did you try to play, uh, uh, what is it, Disco Elysium yet? No, I didn't get to play that. I don't think I installed it yet. Okay, I'm very curious what you, th- what, what you think of that game, because I'll never play it, so... Um, um, I'm, I want to vicariously experience it through you. <laughs> oh, and when you get a chance, uh, another recommendation. Uh, I just started watching it, uh, but I think it might be up your alley. Uh, check out, um, there's a show on Netflix. It's German. It's called Dark. Uh, it, it, Dark. It, it, it finished its run a few years ago. It's pretty good. I don't want to say too much about it. Um, it's kind of a combination of if you take something like, um, uh, well, you know what? I'm not going to sell it well because I tried selling a game to Jerry earlier today and that didn't go too well. So 
bought it. I, I got the game. I, I know, I said, but I'm going to try this. I know, but I made a weird like runaround way of trying to explain why it's good, and I don't want to... Uh, so the reason I was interested in the show is because the same people that made Dark, which I heard about a while ago, it's it it, it, um, it, it came out a few years ago, uh, the same people that made Dark, which was like critically acclaimed and also very loved, uh, they have a new show on Netflix now called uh, 1899, and it looks yeah, like... I started watching that. Oh, you did? Okay, so yeah, it's the same people. So it's supposed to be a complete mindfuck. Uh, and before watching that, I decided I wanted to see Dark first. Hmm. Yeah, I started watching 1899. I think we're like two episodes into it. And, you know, it's one of those things where does it not make sense because of bad writing or does it not make sense because they are you know trying to string you along for something like well that's the, if you go if you go by what happened with dark then it's definitely the latter because dark definitely yeah. i'm only four or five episodes in and right now i mean i sort of they give you some explanations for things but for the most part it's a complete it's also kind of a mind fuck but it's i think the show is four or five seasons long and by the end they do wrap everything up and people do did say that it has a pretty satisfactory conclusion that's cool uh, so um I guess I'm assuming eight, 1899 will do the same thing. I'm pretty sure the first season ends with nothing explained and even more questions raised mm -hmm. than answered. Uh, I could see that, but the, I guess the big issue that I have with stuff like this is when I, I get that they're trying to like, like keep you guessing and put like uh, show stuff in drips and drabs, but like, no one else in the story seems to go wait wait does anyone realize like what the fuck is going on like in the first episode i don't think i'm spoiling anything here um but in the first episode of 1899 they go to this derelict ship and they get on it and it they're going through and everything in there looks like it's been abandoned for months and te technically the last time that they saw this if not years the, the last time they saw this ship was four months ago and they're going through and there's like a cabinet starts wrestling and and they go up to it and it's locked from the outside and they open it and this little kid comes out he stands up and everything it's like this is a completely derelict ship. It looks like shit's been growing on it for years. No one's alive. And yet this little kid comes out of a box and is fine. He's been eating. He's obviously, you know, he's not covered in his own filth and everything. So, but yet. The second episode starts up and no one seems to go, hey, Skippy, do you think it's weird that we found like some abandoned ship and like little Lord Fauntleroy here comes like <laughs> walking out like nothing's, you know, he's been there for 10 minutes. I don't know. It's like that's the kind of shit that bothers me. You know, I'm sure this kid is some mysterious alien from another dimension. And if they really like investigated that in episode two, it might, you know, 
it's like a so the movie can happen kind of thing. It's just a little bit crazy. Well, I mean, I can't me. really, I can't really comment on because I haven't seen it. But I'm, uh, I, I actually was kind of curious. It made me th- uh, think a lot of uh, the trailer for the show made me think a lot of um, what's his name, uh, Event Horizon. So I don't know if it's anything like that. Um, have you ever seen Event Horizon? I think I have. I, it sounds so familiar, and I can't pull it. it pull it's where they um, uh, there's a ship that uh, I th- I think the thing starts off that they're trying to uh, develop um, faster way to travel through space by f- uh, creating black holes. So the Event Horizon supposedly um, flies all the way out to like somewhere i forget like it flies somewhere to i think maybe saturn or jupiter or something like that and it tries to do these experiments where they try to do black holes and it vanishes and then it's gone for something like 70 years and all of a sudden it like mysteriously reappears um and sends out a distress signal so they send out a ship to try to figure out what happened to the event horizon and its crew and it's it's basically a a sci-fi horror movie where they where they arrive on the ship and they try to figure out where the ship has been for all the years that has been gone. And it's the same thing. Like they get on board and like there's weird shit happening and like people are dead and they're finding weird things. And I mean, they are responding to things like this is weird. But I would say like one of the biggest things about that movie was always like if you saw even a couple of those things, how could you possibly not get right back on the ship you came on and get the fuck out of there immediately? Like. I mean, at some point they can't because they're trapped there, but still like right away. Holy crap. Yeah. It sounds kind of like a, a spiritual remake of, uh, what was that? 1980s movie with a ship, the, the Philadelphia experiment where like, maybe it is supposed to be a reference to something. I did. Did it say that that event horizon is actually a modern remake of something else? It might be the Philadelphia experiment or maybe something else, but, um, but, I mean, well, I don't want to tell you what the actual, you, you know, where the ship actually went and what happened. You, sh- you should see Event Horizon. It actually is. It's one of those sort of cheesy sci-fi movies, but it's actually, it's pretty fucking good. Like, it's it's kind of an underrated um, movie. Yeah, but it's I, I vaguely but it's, a horror it's movie. been a while. Yeah, so I, Kevin, if you don't if you don't like if you don't like horror movies, you might not like it. There is a fair amount of horror in it. Yeah, I'll stay away from that. <laughs> Also, Jerry, you can't say, you can't keep saying the world the word derelict when you're describing anything because my mind goes immediately to Zoolander and that whole thing. I can't take any explanation of that series. Like all I can think is like I can derelict my own nuts ball, whatever balls. Thank you very much. All you had to do is turn left. <laughs> I'm not an ambi turner. <laughs> it's, a com- it's a common condition. <laughs> Oh my god! And just now, I have the the gas station scene in my head with a uh, wham playing in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wake me up! Guess where you go, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great movie! All right, so basically, as soon as we're done, I'm gonna go watch Zoolander. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, what so... was the shit? There was something recently that reminded me of Zoolander, with the whole it... like father thing. Was it Zoolander 2? No, no, no. 
It was some movie where someone was like trying to impress their. Oh, it was uh, weird. The Al Yankovic story. Did you actually watch it? Oh yeah. Oh, how was it? I I loved it. It was it was it was fucking funny. It was stupid. It was there were a few scenes where you're like, oh my god, I remember that. But you know, like person from the eighties and everything. Um, Daniel Radcliffe was fucking perfect and it was just it was hilarious uh, i i really that's, enjoyed it. that's cool that's awesome because i really want to see it yeah yeah it's a shame it's not really like possible to watch it anywhere except like what is it like on the roku channel or something yeah that was a little bit of a pain in the ass because um i couldn't i couldn't uh, there wasn't an app for the phone or, or for the tv so i had to like but i there was I could watch all the Roku channel stuff on my laptop. So I just had to like put the output from my laptop to the TV um, and, and watch it that way, which wasn't bad. Wait, so uh, how does that work? Do you, do you need to like just buy a Roku streaming thing? No, the app, anyone can get the app. So you could go on your computer. Oh, I can and go to the Roku website and they're like, here, you know, with the, they call it the Roku channel or like download the Roku app or whatnot, but it's, it's a, like a store app. It's a windows thing. Uh, uh, how much is, how much? So, okay. Let's put this way. How much do I have to pay to see this movie? Because zero. Oh, it's free. Yeah, it's free. It's, it has commercials. That's the, the only shitty thing, but they're not horrible. You know, they're, it's not like they're like, a half an hour worth of commercials oh okay yeah i'm gonna totally watch it like this week then fuck that yeah. i got i got i got that and uh um everything what is it what's that movie uh everything everything and- everywhere uh, all at once yeah, yeah I, I finally I like, have I need, that I need one's to really that. cool yeah don't tell me anything because i'm gonna be watching the next day or so so i really I've, I've been waiting for this one for a while oh dude i didn't know i can watch i thought you had to i thought the whole roku thing was that you had to like have one of their like Roku, like a Roku TV or a Roku um, streaming box, whatever, and then that came with like the Roku channel, and then you can have the content. I didn't know you could just go to the website and just get the app and watch it. Correct, but I don't think it will work on a mobile device. Why would I watch it on a mobile device? Like, and when I say that, I mean something like your phone or your Shield. Yes, I know what a mobile. I know what a mobile. You know, the TV isn't really mobile, but like that kind of app. It's not that. Yeah, stop it. (laughs) Let me clarify. No, you made fun of me for the other thing. That will not be nice. That's fair enough. (laughs) You know, a mobile device, like you know, your Your TV. TV. Walking around. Try to balance a (laughs) sixty-five-inch TV. Try to get a better (laughs) signal. <laughs> like in a meeting, like, excuse me, I'm getting a phone call on my <laughs> on my mobile device about <laughs> your 75 inch TV. Uh, oh, Jerry, you and your drugs. Good times. Uh, anyway, okay. So, is there any other topic you gentlemen would like to cover before we wrap this up? because we are approaching the, the two-hour threshold again, and I think it is time to start winding things down. Is there yeah. anything you 
absolutely wanted to cover or just, you know, uh, or say to the fine folks at home, like maybe you want to give out your core keeper code. I don't know, whatever you want to talk about. Or explain why you love Brotato because you've clearly been playing it for the last half an hour of this goddamn podcast. I can tell. I can see you playing uh, yeah, it. How much, how much time does he have in the game? Let's, let's me? look it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, why do you only have two hours of Brotato time? That's hilarious. <laughs> no, there's no no hours. I'm just, I'm just fading. Oh, okay. It's already, let's see. No, he already no has, like, he wasn't playing it. Damn. Oh, I assume he already had like all the achievements and everything. Yeah, I'm gonna have to b- play Brotato while watching uh, uh, Zoolander after this. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, as soon as we get off the thing, I'm gonna have to go buy the stupid game. God damn it! <laughs> you know, I, I I do like that though. I like the fact that again, one of the cool things about these indie games is you're like, even if you buy them, you're like, whatever, it was four bucks, it sucks, but yeah. like, it was four bucks. Also, uh, Kevin, you should uh, be happy. These things are all supposedly very good on the. Um, on the Steam Deck. The deck, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are saying that that's exactly That'd be what cool. it's mm-hmm. for. That's oh, great. Sure. You just climb to bed and shoot shoot your potato guns at people. For <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Yeah. So, yeah, as I was saying, any, any other things you, you fellas want to touch on before we wrap up? Uh, no, I think, I think I'm good for uh, so. this episode. Okay. All right. Okay, well then... You know, leave the leave the good people with some final thoughts. Then, what do you got this week? I I am I am going to say, um, give uh, thanks for uh, whatever you want to give thanks for. Oh, it is thanks. Yeah. Oh, you're week. giving the thanks uh, as long as you have the thanks to give. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, yeah. you know, if you have thanks to give. That's then give thanks to give thanks about because you know like yeah this is officially the thanksgiving episode it is, oh my god that this is a horrible thanksgiving episode i feel like we, you know what how about that since this won't be out till after thanksgiving anyway maybe we can have an actual thanksgiving episode after thanksgiving we can talk about all the wonderful thanksgiving related things like the things we ate the things we regretted the things we're thankful for and uh um I don't want. Oh, 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 oh! The most important thing: the arguments you have with your family over Thanksgiving dinner about politics and all the other shit that people do during the holidays. Or are we saving that more for Christmas? Oh, that's tough. That's uh, you know, there's a lot of good stuff to be had there. Yeah, because I'm not traveling north until well after Thanksgiving, so I won't have any any family horror stories for a few more weeks. But oh man, there's gonna be some good ones. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I am doing. Uh, we're actually just doing a nice little uh, quiet thing at at home. It also it's my wife's birthday is the day before Thanksgiving every year. So, th- well, not every year, but most years, it's it's right before Thanksgiving. So that makes this a very fun, eventful week. So basically, on Thanksgiving, I'm apologizing to her for getting her a shitty birthday gift. Is what gotcha. I'm saying. That makes sense. Yes. So on Thanksgiving, she's she's thankful for. Not the thing I got her for her birthday. Mm-hmm. We actually have uh, one of the larger gatherings. All four kids. Two of them will have their partners, and then mom and dad, and then my two sisters. Wow! So we got a little gathering happening. Nice. It's a lot of cooking. Yeah. It's a lot of mouths. It's a lot of mouths to feed. Yeah, my wife is good at that stuff. Nice. Okay. 
Yeah, we're having nobody where we're just doing a, our own thing. Just the three of us. Just the three of us. Okay. Kevin, you got any closing thoughts? No, just happy Thanksgiving, folks. All right. We're doing okay. I'm so we'll a little happy... bit stoned, so uh, yeah. I'm going to skip a lot this one. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, kids. Winners do drugs. <laughs> Actually, I get up early, so I'm kind of tired, too. Let's put them together. No, it's the drugs. <laughs> uh, they're, they're definitely putting me to sleep. Dude, it's only 7 p.m. It's, there's no way you're tired. There's just no way. It's 7 stuff, p.m. It is in Zimbabwe. <laughs> Somewhere. Okay, well, then, you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And um, hopefully you'll have some fun stories to share afterwards. And if not, I'm sure we'll have, I'll, I'll have, pl- I'll have plenty in the weeks following that. What were your final thoughts? I just said we're apparently wishing everyone a happy Thanksgiving. So oh, apparently, oh, that's just okay, what we're doing. So you guys are both copying me then. Well, uh, okay. I would say have a good Thanksgiving and try to actually not It would be rude play, not to. <laughs> but try to enjoy it and don't get dragged into horrible, Let's, stupid family debates about dumb shit that doesn't actually matter. Or we'll it does have matter. Thanksgiving and then we'll be couch potatoes. Yeah, there we go. And by you know what? Here's my final here here's my final thought. Be thankful for indie game developers and go buy some indie games. Okay. Instead of buying some garbage on Black Friday that doesn't matter, that will not bring you any happiness and actually will leave you feeling emptier in your heart and in your soul. Spend four bucks and get Brotato or some other indie game. That's 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 good. I like that. Make an indie developer feel warm and have them be mm-hmm. thankful for your purchase. There you go. That's my that's my happy thought. And and if you have Game Pass, you don't have to buy Vampire Survivors because you can just get it free on on uh, on Game Pass. So there, there you go. go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you believe it or not. No, 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 no. Hey, no, no, no. You can't do that. (laughs) That is a copyright strike, sir. I'm sorry. Okay. Kevin's facing a fucking lawsuit. (laughs) All right. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll do this. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll do this again shortly. This has been a production of It's Just Me Studios. Without the potato, our modern civilization might not exist at all.